Welcome to Unqualified Sports, where the unqualified athlete has the most qualified opinions. We back. We got a new year. We got my dog Sheed in the building. You know, he finally decided to mess with us again. Shad, how you doing, my brother? I wasn't doing good until I heard Sheed in the building. <laughs> it's a new year, bro. It's a whole new year. What you mean? Man, Sheed ain't changed. Sheed ain't changed. What you mean, man? I always change, man. Whatever year, it get better. Oh, Lord. That's it. Well, look, before we get into the show, before we get into the show and what we got going on the show, I remember I told y'all that we got Pelicans tickets giveaway. We, the game is going to be the Pelicans versus the Sixers on February 25th. These are the rules. We're going to create a post. You have to share that post and attach a screenshot of you subscribing to our podcast with that post. The winner will be randomly selected and will be announced on a future podcast. Which podcast? We can't tell you. But just make sure you are listening if you're a subscriber, you should definitely listen. So make sure you stay tuned for the Pelicans ticket giveaway. And I mean, of course, let's get into what we're going to be talking about today. We got the NFL wildcard playoffs, all these great matchups. We got NFL Hall of Famer finalists finally got uh, put out there. Coaches being fired and how the black coaches are affected by this. Uh, we got MVP, our predictions for MVP, offensive play, all that good stuff. LeBron still injured. He, him saying he the GOAT. Mike's response. And a whole bunch of other stuff dealing with the NBA. And Jimmy Butler just just doesn't seem to uh, like coaches. Uh, so we're going to talk about that too. So, But to start off, to start off, we're going to get into this NFL because that's clearly the topic of discussion right now before this weekend starts off. So wild card games, we got the Cowboys, Seahawks, Colts, Texans, Chargers, Ravens, Eagles, Bears. We're going to start with the Cowboys, Seahawks. You already know how I feel, well, shy, bro. Why we gotta start with the Cowboys and Seahawks, bro? Why we gotta start with the Cowboys? First off, that's America's team, but second off, you let me host it. If you was hosting, you could have said you could have said the cost of the Texas. But I'm, I'm hosting it, so so I'm gonna say the Cowboys and the Seahawks, and then we can get that out of the way. I'd rather get it out of the way because you know from previous episodes, I didn't want this. Like I did not want this, bro. I I think this is a bad matchup for us. But I think Seahawks dangerous, bro. See what I'm saying? You ain't even want me to host it, bitch. <laughs> Man, you can't say bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you just said it. Well, I was telling you, he can't say it. You said what? Man, look, okay. Cowboy Seahawks, bro. What, you, what, what y'all think about it? What y'all think about this matchup? Seahawks win, man. Let's go. I hope they don't. Um, 
But I'm scared of that though. Like I said, I think the Seahawks can go in, can go into uh, the Superdome and beat the Saints. Like I ain't saying that they would. I wouldn't pick them. But I think they that type of team where they could just upset somebody real quick. Um, well, she's you know I spoke your mind. So we can move forward because uh, clearly I don't want to talk too much about it. I just hope my Cowboys win and we go to the Superdome and bust the Saints up again. Uh, but, I know what you hope, but who, who are you picking to win the game? I'm picking the Cowboys. You think I'm going to pick against my team <laughs> just because it's the Seahawks? I'm picking the Cowboys. No, I'm not going to pick the I Seahawks. Mean, I mean, we're supposed to be unbiased when we give our opinion. You're supposed to get an honest opinion. Okay, well, let me, let me, okay, well I'm going to speak on why I think the Cowboys going to win. One, I think the Cowboys okay. going to win because the Seahawks defense has been playing well, but I think that they can uh, find some gaps in it if, if Dak – utilizes, you know, because they're going to make him throw the ball. If he can kind of utilize his tight ends, he, he kind of found something, even though they were playing the sad Giants. I know, I, I know. But they wasn't playing with any, with Zeke or anything like that. So um, he kind of had to figure out ways to build up his confidence. It was the last game of the season. It was a meaningless game to a lot of people, but he was playing like it meant something to him. So I think that might Hopefully that that could carry over. I think he gonna he gonna have a little momentum going into that game. But I think our defense is actually built to basically we I, and this it might sound crazy, but I think we're a lesser version of the Bass defense. I think we're very similar as far as they style of the way that they can stop people. I don't think we're as good, but I think we like I said a lesser version of that. And I think if you're a lesser version of that, that's a good thing. And I think we can stop the Seahawks. I think we can beat the Seahawks. I mean let's let's be honest, the Seahawks just lost to the 49ers couple weeks ago uh so they can be beat and they could be beat by a lesser team you know i think i think just up and down we got a better roster and i think i think it's gonna show and i think our defense is gonna control the game to where we can end up winning i do think it's gonna be a a fight though i don't think it's gonna be you know i mean i done seen russell wilson come back from almost 30 and win so i in the playoffs i i don't put nothing passing but at the same time i think we're gonna Take the game. I think our defense is going to outplay their defense. That's what I think. To okay. give you my my That's objective I wanted. opinion. I just, wanted something, I just wanted something more than we're going to win because I'm a Cowboys fan. Okay, well, okay. let's move on to your team. The Colts in Texas. Who you picking? Um, I don't know, man. That's a tough one, man. Here you go. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Colts, man. I'm gonna go, go with the Colts. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. You know, why? Would you like to know why I'm going with the Colts? Yeah, of course. What? Why? I don't need much cash, huh? <laughs> what you gonna care about, son? Huh? Oh, I don't care why you going with the Colts, son. It don't, it don't even matter, son. <laughs> Oh, you're a guest on the podcast, man. You can go. Son. We can do this. Man. We, we prove it. We can do this without you, though. We don't need you on this podcast. Dude. Act, act like a guest. Man. Wow. Not like a guest, man. You're not, dog. You I'm one of those guests that, that, you know, you know how you got your, your partner who could just come, come over and just go in the fridge because y'all, y'all just that cool. I'm that kind of guest. No, you're not that kind of guess. Uh, yeah. Now, back to why my, my coach is going to beat the Texans. And I just think, I think the defense is better than ours. But I think 
we have a better quarterback. Um, and I think our offensive line, the way our offensive line is playing, their strength is their defensive line with J.J. Watt and um, Clowney. But we've been able to protect Andrew Luck in the two games we played against them. Uh, the first game was a very close game that went to overtime. And we, for some dumb reason, decided to go for it on 432, I believe, in our own territory and didn't get it. And the Texans just kicked the field goal and beat us. But we got our revenge back in week 14 when we beat the Texans in Houston. And we're going back to Houston for this playoff game. And I think Andrew Luck just find a way to get it done. He's very experienced in the playoffs. Um, his first three seasons, he went to the playoffs. He was 11-5. And I think we're the more experienced team when it comes to that. So, therefore, I'm predicting us to be able to beat the Houston Texans. What about you, Shee? Who you got in this game? I'm going with the Texans. <laughs> Why you going with the Texans? Shit. Because <laughs> this team not in the playoffs. Because this team not in the playoffs. They only won five games this year. They only won five games. They only won five games this year. And they're going to be kicking in the top ten again. So go ahead, dog. You finished, fool? You done? I'm finished saying I'm done. All right. All right, then. I'm really just picking the Texans because because uh, Shad picked the coach. <laughs> so you don't even thank you. You don't even matter. Yeah, man. I really just want to see his team lose, so he could go ahead and and just be in a bad place. To uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying on on that Saturday, fool. Like that that's just that's just where I'm at with it. You know what I'm saying? Sound like misery loves so, company. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's how it is when you're a guest, man. Right? What'd you say, Shy? I said that's exactly what it sounds like. Misery <laughs> loves company. Hey, man. Hey. Well, uh, you got to stop that shit, bro. You got to stop that. They hating that negative energy in 2019, bro. Well, I'm, uh, I'm going to well, just because that's your team. I, I can't pick your team, you know, no matter who they playing. Uh, Same thing as you. They could be playing Thibodeau High. I'm going Thibodeau High all day. Uh, but either way, I'm picking the Texans because um, I think y'all defense has stepped up. I think, you know, y'all been playing well over the last, you know, especially the last second half of the season. Um, they've been playing basically lights out. I mean, hell, they shut out our Cowboys. But – <clears throat> I think I think the Texans um I think they got something to prove. And I thought, you know, Andrew Luck, this what's happening with them, them making the playoffs is not something that anybody expected this year. Uh just coming out. Like they didn't know who was gonna win that division and they wasn't sure to Andrew Luck because I remember at the beginning of the season Andrew Luck couldn't even throw a Hail Mary. They brought in Brissett. Uh, to throw the hell Mary for him, so everybody questioning uh, is his shoulder really right and blah blah blah. And actually, his shoulder ain't a hundred percent yet, just because like he still throw the ball a little slower, he get it out a little slower than normal and stuff like that. But that's neither here nor there. The Texans gonna win strictly because they got to me the better quarterback uh, for this day and age right now. I, I just think that he gonna outplay him. I think he gonna outplay him. I think Deshaun Watson what? is going to outplay. <laughs> 
Andrew Luck in this game. Um, I, that's just what I believe. I think they have the better receiver, uh, number one receiver. I think, and uh, they got they clearly got the better receiver. <laughs> It's not even a question if they got the better receiver or not. But it's they not got a question about the not, quarterback. But nah, it's a question. It's, it's the that's a debate, and I mean, you know, hey, you know, well, I always got I'm always strapped. So either way, if, if, if DeAndre Hopkins and T.Y. Hill not a debate, Andrew Luck and Deshaun Watson, damn, still not a debate. We can do uh-huh. this. If you're right, I mean, we can do this. Life. Well, I'm trying to figure out how it's not a debate. If you're talking about right now, how it's not, how it's, how it's in, how isn't in a debate in, in the sense that Deshaun Watson, uh, only thing that Andrew Luck have better than Deshaun Watson is an offensive line. And that could be the that could be the, 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 the key to the game. Y'all offensive line way better than, than the Texans offensive line. But I just think that the Texans have a good defensive line. I think they're going to figure out a way to pressure Andrew Luck because Andrew Luck haven't, have, haven't hit the ground a lot. But this playoff football... And it ain't gonna be all about that running, uh, throwing the ball. It's gonna be about running the ball. And he can't move like he used to. And he ain't gonna, he ain't throwing the ball as fast as he used to. And I just think that it's gonna play a part in this game. Then I just seen Deshaun Watson. He just make miracles, bro. This dude, I'm telling you, bro. He is the rose that grew out of the concrete, dog. The dude is special, bro. <laughs> he just special. I think they're gonna win. <clears throat> The thing is, with with, with, bring, with bring up the run game, will Lamar Miller be back for this game? That's a good point. Um, I think they said he was looking good in these last couple of weeks. I remember he came back from injury. I want to say either week sixteen or seventeen. Um, but I don't know Marlon Mack. He kind of got a resurgence. He kind of doing his thing right now. So it's looking good. It's just about the. It's really more so if the offensive line. Plays well. If the offensive line plays well, they can win that game, hands down. And they 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 didn't went through so much adversity this year as far as during games. Like they didn't blow out nobody really. Like talking about it this year, every game that they won this year, they had to they had to fight to win. And they could you Except know for the Cowboys. Damn, I ain't talking about the Colts. I ain't talking about the Colts. Oh, I'm talking about right. the Texans. See this man here, she disrespectful too. Don't do that. Here we go with the misery said, love. Son, it, wasn't a, it, it wasn't a fight. Boy. <laughs> yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> We're not talking about. I'm not talking about the Colts. Man, on drugs, man. I'm not on drugs. Man, I, I'm saying right now, I think right now, Deshaun Watson is the better. Only re- in the main, honestly. The main reason I'm saying it because I don't think Andrew Luck is 100%. I still don't think he's 100%. So I can't give him. He had a great season. He put up Pro Bowl numbers. That's what I'm saying. He put up. He had a better season than Deshaun Watson this year. And he got 100%. Yeah, he got a way better offensive line. So in the system of what he's doing, it works better. But Deshaun Watson with less is still proving that he he's a bad. He he, he had a better team this year based on the record. I mean. It, either way, like you could go back and forth with that. You see what I'm saying? Like you could say, well, he had better numbers, but he had more wins. I agree with everything you said. I agree with everything you said, except the fact that Deshaun Watson is a better quarterback than Andrew Luck right now. I give you the Andrew Hopkins to everything, even though I could have argued that too. But you got you you gonna, gonna give me that because that's what that's just what that is. If you'd have said that, I wasn't gonna argue that. If you'd have been like, yeah, DeAndre Hobson way better than uh, T.Y., I'd be like, well, you know what? You're right. <laughs> like, who got, that man probably, anyway, that, that's a whole other debate, dog. That's a whole other debate. That man probably what? That man probably what? 
The gap between them two is the same gap that's between Lucky and Sean Watson. That's what I'm telling you. Luck got more yards. Luck got way more touchdowns. Luck is second in the league in touchdowns. Why are we even debate? Why am I even having this debate with this dude about the Sean Watson and Anthony Luck? That shit's not close. It's not. It is close. You gonna no, see this not. week? They you know, I'm gonna show. It's gonna when the when the skulls say that y'all lost, it's gonna show right there who's the better quarterback. Cause that's what they gonna say. No, that's not true though. That's not true. But 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 also, just just numbers don't mean that you just that much better. Kirk Cousins put up a lot better numbers than a lot of other people at times. That don't make him better. That ain't made him better than everybody else. That he had better at, numbers than. At, at that time, he was. At that time, he was better than them. He was. If he's not winning, he's not. At that, time, at that particular time. But we're talking about two quarterbacks that win. They both win. One, well, one and one more than the other. The That's playoffs. the point. One, one, one game more than this. It's one game different. Do you know that? 11 and 5 and 10 and 6. It's a one game different. That's enough. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, look. Right. Texans going to win anyway. So, look. Chargers, Ravens. This to me a tough one. I don't know. I don't, I I don't, I gotta pick, but I'm gonna let y'all go first. Oh, the Chargers and the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That is tough. I'm, I'm gonna go Chargers just because I feel like they're the more complete team. They have more talent offensively uh, than the Ravens do. To me personally, uh, I want to go Chargers and. Lamar Jackson, although he has played very, he's, he's played very well uh, since he since he's been starting. Um, I just I just think that defense going 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 to be able to uh, they're going to be able to withstand with whatever he's going to do. I think they're going to be able to get that one stop needed because uh, watching him play, he throws a lot of bad balls. He throws a lot of bad balls. And so if he's forced to stay in that pocket and rarely have to throw, I'm not saying he can't make the throw. He's just not as consistent with making the good pass as he is with making bad. He he's thrown a lot more a lot more bad balls than he has good ones to me, from what I what I saw in, in the games that I did see him playing. So you picking the white quarterback over the black quarterback? Oh, I'm picking okay, the Chargers team. Go ahead, San Diego Chargers team. I just want to see. Over you just talked about the quarterback. Over the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> you just talked about the quarterback. I, okay, go ahead, Shai, sir. <laughs> <laughs> this man. Well, you know, that's funny. That's, that was funny, though. That was funny. But, you know, people are going to say I'm biased, of course, because I'm taking the Chargers. And I do have ties to the Chargers. But, honestly, I do feel like. Like she said, the Chargers is a more complete team. And um, two weeks ago, you know, the Chargers and Ravens played. And the Ravens beat them. But when I was discussing things with my uh, Chargers inside and before that game, and we were talking about different things that they were going to see against the Baltimore Ravens, you still don't really know until you actually play them. And and the challenge is put in front of you. I think with that game, they learned a lot. And I think the game plan will be better this time around in order to stop Lamar Jackson. And if you can put up 17 to 20 points on that Ravens defense, which is the number one defense, was the number one defense this season in the NFL, I think you have a chance to beat them because I do think Baltimore offense is limited and not really built to come from behind. So I think getting out early on those guys 
will give you a, a significant advantage. And I think the Chargers know that this time around. And once again, I'm going with the more experienced quarterback, which is Philip Rivers. And I'm expecting him, who's been in this situation time after time again, to deliver in the playoff. Okay. I should have saved this game for last, but because I got something that probably could have been a good segue. But either way, um, I'm going to go with the Chargers. Um, I think the Ravens defense is real solid. Um, I think they are number one in scoring defense as well as uh, points allowed. Uh, so they, they they actually score touchdowns, the defense. So that's something that works in their favor clearly. But like you said, I, I think uh, when you spoke to your insider, that make a lot of sense. Now you can kind of see how to control uh, you know, uh, Jackson, Lamar Jackson. So, and once he limited, we got to, I mean, we didn't see what he was like in college when he became limited and he folded a lot. Not saying that he brought that to college, but a wise man once told me, you bring yourself everywhere you go. So, uh, I don't think too much, um, too much going to change with that. I think he going to, they're going to put him in a position where he has to stand there and throw that ball. And if he can't stand there and throw that ball, I mean, and, and, and be efficient, there's nothing they could do. And then, too, um, I think it, it's going to go to show, if the Chargers win this game, it's going to show how good of coach they have. Uh, and that's just something that we're going to speak on later. But that's just going to show how good of a coach that the Chargers actually have um, because he, I don't think he get enough credit. And like I say, I'll speak on that. Uh, another time, but it looked like we got a sweep on the Chargers uh, winning that game. Eagles Bears. Now I've been hearing some interesting takes about the Eagles and Bears. Uh, they they the heavily they the most heavily favored uh, team the Bears against their opponents. So they saying that the Eagles are going to lose this game. Um, I personally think they're going to lose the game too. I hope they do. They they're a division rival, but I heard somebody say you know. Which I don't necessarily agree. Y'all tell me what y'all think about this. They said Nick Foles played a better defense last year when he went up against the Vikings than this Bass defense. Now, by the numbers, they were better. By eye test, it, they don't look better than this Bass defense. Not to me. Um, yeah, this Bass defense didn't have Khalil Mack. <laughs> like, this, Khalil Mack like, the Vikings defense didn't have no type of force on their defense like Khalil Mack last year. Um, I I just think the Bears gonna punish him. I don't think uh, Nick Foles picks it us gonna uh, magically get them this victory. That's just me personally. Uh, I'm 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 gonna go Bears because I I do love their defense. I think they have an awesome defense. Um, I'm I'm hesitant though because Mr. Trubisky is a young player, and it it will heavily depend on him. Um, I'm sure they're going to lean on that run game a lot with uh with Howard and Cohen. But uh, honestly, man, it, it's, it's going to really depend on Mitch Trubisky, but I'm going to go with the Bears. I think their defense can, can hold on as long as he keeps them in, in good position to keep that defense off the field a good bit. And plus, Nick Foles, he, his, his ribs injured. His ribs injured. Uh, I do expect him to get hit a lot this game. Whether it be a sack or just thrown to the ground, I do expect him to be a hit a lot. And playing quarterback with injured ribs, I'm pretty sure that's a very difficult thing to do. 
and I'm pretty sure it's gonna be cold as it's gonna be real cold out there. <laughs> it's gonna be real cold out there, and that's that's not gonna make things any easier. Uh, and I, I like Nick Foles, man. I think he gonna get a nice little contract where wherever he end up at eventually. Flop, flop. As soon as he go, wherever he go. Uh, Matt Castle. So. We we gonna see, man. I'm I'm going best, right? I'm gonna go best. I, I like the coach. I like the defense. Uh, what dude name? Eddie Jackson. That's his name. The safety. Yeah, I yeah, think that is his name. Yeah, yeah. I like Eddie Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he playing real good, man. He playing real good. I I expect to see a lot from him. I expect to see a lot from him this game. To be honest with you, because I'm pretty sure they're gonna attack them boys. They gonna try. Yep. What about you, Shane? Man, I'm proud of you, She With the deep dive, you call it first name, right? Who you said? Tariq Cohen, Jordan Howard, and the Jet Pelican. You stepping up, you stepping up your analytics, right? Yeah, man, it's 2019, man. It's 2019, man. You know. You see, man. But yeah, man, I'm gonna go Bears too. I'm gonna go Bears. Uh, That defense is playing. Conversation when that man when Khalil Mack got traded, I said, "Our best defense gonna be very legit this year." He was like, "Man, I don't know," uh, and I, he was like, "You know, cause one player sometimes don't work, and that's true, cause Khalil Mack wasn't, and he made this point. Khalil Mack didn't have a Raiders defense at number one, you know, what I'm saying so. You know, you can you can kind of have that skepticism, but man, these dudes been balling, and uh, the Eagles." They defense been stepping up, but ain't too much. Ain't too much they could do. Like they ain't gonna be able to do. They not gonna be able to control that offense. And no. everybody talking Trubisky. They not gonna be. They not gonna be able to stop like a Tariq Cohen or a Josh Howard. You're not gonna be able to stop these dudes. His name Josh Howard. What that boy's oh, name is? Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard. Jordan, I'm talking about the basketball Howell. player. And, uh, uh, I wanted to say before before we left off the bed and um, the Eagles game. I, I feel bad for referencing that Bears defense, and I mentioned Kyle Fuller, who led the oh, NFL yeah. in picks yeah. this year. Yeah, well, he was right. top for the league with Southern. Yeah, right. I, I, I don't want to change it. I don't want to change it, Kyle. You even caught more picks than Eddie Jackson did. So, you know, did. I don't want to you know, not mention you. definitely deserve to be mentioned with the great people that's on that Bears defense because you've been holding it down all year. Yeah, did, didn't he get traded to the Bears? Didn't he the come from somewhere? thinking about trading him. The All right. Just want to trade him. All right. Yeah. Before, like, early, early in the season. Right. Yeah. 
things wasn't going good. I think he wanted the extension or something like that. Yeah. Ready to pony up on it. So they, were, they had him on the trade block, but they never pulled the trigger on it. Uh, <laughs> they're glad they didn't. Right, right. Yeah, they, I know they are. That was a great choice because uh, they yeah. really in contention to, I mean, to win a Super Bowl. They could possibly win a Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Um, and it's not far-fetched to say. And who would have thought that we – nobody would have said that at the beginning of the season. Nope. Like nobody even was confident in that type of wordage. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody even didn't right. hear anybody say that. Uh, so hey, – The best GM made some moves, bro. Hey. That boy, that boy made some moves, man. He really did. He did. Um, so, we, we know, and that's something, you know, we're going to clearly discuss it a little bit later. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a candidate for executive of the year. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And just to actually, we can, we can go straight forward into that before we get into – uh, some other things, like I said, I want to discuss about these coaches. Um, but let's let's get it. Let's get into the uh, our awards for the year. Um, MVP, who y'all got for this year? You, you want to go? I got Patrick Mahomes. I got Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Fifty touchdowns, five thousand yards. Only been done one time in NFL history at the same time um, by Peyton Manning. Um, Number one seed in the AFC without a defense at all. Uh, the kid's just phenomenal. Like, he played lights out his first year as a starter. His future looks real bright. I just got past Mahomes. And it was, frankly, an easy decision for me, personally. Yeah, I, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I, I, I ain't no Pat, argument. Yeah, I went Pat, too. Yeah, I ain't no <laughs> argument for that. Pat Mahomes. Uh, you can't compete. It's, yeah, it's no competition. It's, it's, it's crazy, man. Drew it's Brees, crazy. hell of a season. Ty Gurley, yeah. hell of a season. Yeah, uh, I, I wanted Ty. I wanted Ty to get it, bro. But but Aaron Pat Donald. just had Pat just had a, a, a hell of a season, bro. You can't even. Yeah, you just can't hate on it. Like, yeah. If Aaron Donald would have broke the sack record, I'd have went. I'd, I'd have, that would have been my pick. But he didn't break the sack record because I think you got to do something preposterous for it to be like. To yeah, outdo bro. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. So like bro. he didn't do nothing preposterous at the defense. He did preposterous name, but it just wasn't to the extreme of Pat Mahomes. Man, to win defense to win MVP as a defensive player, period, is you gotta be just out it, this it, world. Yeah, bro. and, and it gotta, gotta line up. Yeah. It gotta line up too. You can't have a Patrick Mahomes playing and you thinking you're gonna win defensive player. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was about to say. And you, you hit the nail right on the head. Even if you do have a lights out preposterous season, you gotta hope it's a downside on the offensive side. Yeah. You know? And and then maybe it'll line up for you, but that's true. the reason why we've never seen it. It's the reason yeah. why we've never seen it. That's, yeah. that's true. Uh okay. Offensive player of the year, who y'all got? Do Pat Mahomes take the offensive player of the year too? <laughs> I don't want to. You know, I, I don't have yeah, it, but it's I, almost I mean, like, well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not. I got him. I mean, I mean, just to not give it to Pat Mahomes, I'm, I want to go Ty Gurley, uh, and and it was either between him or Christian McCaffrey because of the. The whole yardage thing and, and what he what he did this year, but they had a losing season. Uh, That's true. Ty, he Ty did Ty, have an awesome season. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey had a, an amazing season. Uh, I'm a, but I'm I'm a roll with Ty girl. I got to get my dog Ty something, bro. I got to give him something. I'm gonna go ahead and give him that offensive play. Yeah. 
What you got, Shad? You say you got Pat Mahomes? Yes, I love you. That buddy was sorry, not this year. I'm sorry, man. Through fifty thousand dollars and through five thousand yards, brother. I'm sorry. I can't do. I can't do nothing about it. Now, if you want me, I do have uh, somebody else in mind. Like just in case y'all had y'all came up with the rule that you can't pick the same person. Okay, well let's just say let's just say that rule applies. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I can say one more thing. One more thing. Ty Gurley did have uh, over four to nine hundred yards from scrimmage this year, this season. No, before he hit twenty four, he was able to hit forty nine hundred. Not mine. Before he hit twenty four. Before he hit twenty four, he was able to hit forty nine hundred. Yeah, so far. I know it don't mean nothing for this season, but yeah, but that's dog. a dope stat, though. I didn't yeah. know that. That's a dope stat. Okay, I know five thousand yards yeah. already. That's pretty cool. Um, my second, my second pick is uh, Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck, thirty nine touchdowns. Uh, who the de- who <laughs> your defense? Who your defensive player of the year? Man, look. Are you listening? I'm trying not to. Are you listening? I'm trying not to listen, I though. I can't curse you out like I would like to. You finished top five in yards. He was number two in passing touchdowns, and his quarterback rating was 100. Yeah, I, that's why I have to offer. If I can't pick Pat Mahomes, the only quarterback that was clearly better than him would be the statistics. But he wasn't the next best offensive player. I mean, like he said, Christian McCaffrey really was up there. Like, you really could have. Chris McCaffrey probably, I forgot about his stats, but he probably had the the second best season offensively. And I picked Ty Gurley. Christian McCaffrey, he didn't have a better season than Ty Gurley. Not he. Well, not, maybe not not, not scoring wise, but he put up numbers. I think he had the most. He had the most yards from scrimmage this season, huh? Mm-hmm. I think so. Receiving and uh, and he had like the most receptions for. He broke the, the reception record for uh uh running back. Um, I think he had a thousand yards rushing and over a thousand uh receiving. Like he had a great season, bro. Like it wasn't touchdown wise. It wasn't. I'm not. I'm not doubting it. But, I mean, Ty has so many more touchdowns than him. I can't yeah. give him the not. Right, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I, I put Ty Gurley too. I, I forgot about Christian McCaffrey until she said it. But um, I had Ty Gurley too. I mean, he, Ezekiel Elliott had the most uh, rushing yards this year, but mm-hmm. he just he didn't out he didn't outplay Ty Gurley. I mean, that'll be. And, 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 honestly, and Ty I had Ty Gurley. Gurley. I had Ty Gurley too until he yeah until Ty Gurley missed those last two games. Mm-hmm. That's what moved him out of this spot to me. Right. Mm-hmm. Definitely. If you were to stay healthy, it wouldn't even be close. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, it would have been sure. crazy, bro. He was having that type of season. He was having yeah. that type of season. All right. So, defensive player of the year. I got Aaron Donald. Defense, I can't say this enough. Defensive tackle. Uh, last time I checked, he had 18 and a half. I don't know if he played the last game or not to, uh, to get another sack. But 18 and a half sacks as a D tackle, I think he broke the D tackle record. Um, I think at that position, it's it's, it's never been done before. At the rate he, he was doing it, twenty and a half. And he led the league in tackles for loss. So, I mean, I I don't know. I I, I don't know nobody had a better season than him at the at the position that he plays. It's hard to say that any defensive player actually had a better season than that. Relative to the position. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably the easiest one to pick. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. The MVP and the defense player of the year probably was like, uh, duh, like type moment. Um, rookie of the year. I'm gonna let y'all go first on this one. Um, I'll go first. Uh, I had Saquon for pretty much the whole season, maybe until about the last three games of the season. But I ended up going with Baker, man. With Baker did for that Cleveland team once he started, starting was just like that turnaround. He broke the touchdown record for a rookie quarterback, and didn't um, even start every game. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's right, saying. right, that's, right. That's just crazy. Playing for a team that didn't win any games this year, to a team that didn't get eliminated until the second to last week of the season this year, I got to salute the kid, man. I'm not really a big fan of his for how he carries himself off the field, but that's another story. But it doesn't make me lose any respect for what he's doing on the field. He had a phenomenal rookie year. I agree. Who you got, Sheehy? Yeah, yeah, my mine was basically the same thing. I was going, Damn, we, I was going, I, was going, I, was going I, I really was going Barkley the the whole time because, I mean, what he was doing with New York, and being the only bright spot on that team, really the whole yeah. season was was just was, was great, until Baker started winning, and that yeah. that that really was it. And he truly. It was really just basically him and Nick Chubb and, you know, his receivers were, you, you didn't really know who he was going to throw the ball to on, on the cool. Then nobody really stood out as far as wide receiver go to me personally, even with Jarvis Landry on the team. Uh, so he he, he, did, he did a great job, man. I, I, I got to go Baker, too. It's, man. It's hard not to go Baker. Yeah, because uh, they, they, they didn't win nothing. They didn't win nothing last year, and they were in playoff contention this year. You can't you can't go against that. And they were only in playoff contention because he started. Because he started. Uh, yeah. Tyrod Taylor would have got hurt. They probably wouldn't have even won this amount of games. If he wouldn't have ever got hurt and they wouldn't have never started Baker Mayfield this season, they probably wouldn't have won that many games. Uh, yeah. and, and that's that's important. And you, you have to applaud the uh, – GM, I guess, for firing the coach and making that decision. We're going to talk about and, that GM, though, because that's that, wild. That GM's still wild, man. No, it, it, it's wild, but at the end of the day, it looked like it worked. You well, know what I'm well that, I'm, 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 I'm talking about them firing Greg Williams after that. Uh, they made a good move, and then it seemed like Greg Williams was doing a good job, and then you fired him, man. I didn't get that. Yeah, but either way, uh, like I said, we'll discuss that. Uh I got Baker Mayfield too. I I think all of us had the same thought process. Saquon Barkley originally, and they're like, oh, hold up, Baker Mayfield just led the Browns to almost making the playoffs. And he and he broke Peyton Manning uh, rookie record. He clearly balling, and he haven't even played a full schedule. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and I like I love his attitude as I far as, as far as competing goes. I, I love his attitude. I like it too. I I I don't think I've seen that. In a Browns player, <laughs> I'm not gonna even lie. I, I really haven't it's seen. Yeah, I, I, maybe I maybe I just haven't watched enough conferences or whatever. Then maybe the internet just wasn't popping at the time or whatever the case might be. But I haven't seen it in a Browns player until yeah. What y'all got for offensive rookie of the year? Uh, I got Baker Mayfield. Yeah, 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 I got Baker Mayfield.
Oh, I thought it was just real. I thought it had like a rookie of the year and then offensive and no. defense. So, oh, yeah. that's why I'm unqualified. Uh, <laughs> right? There. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. You're absolutely correct. Because uh, I sure didn't know that defensive rookie of the year. Who y'all got? Oh, I'm, I'm going with uh, I'm going with Florida State. Huh? Who you said? I'm going last. I'm going oh, alright, alright. I'm, I'm going with uh, you know, Florida State on Derwin James. Yeah, I gotta go Derwin James too. He balling uh, right now. Hell of a season. Made the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Uh, did he make all? I don't know. I can't. I don't, I don't know if he made all pro, but he, he had a hell of a season. I man. think he did. He had a hell of a season. I think he did make all pro. Uh, and I, and I, I do think he did help. To, to make that Chargers defense good, yeah, I, solid. I, yeah, I think because they think lost. A, remember, yeah. they lost a good a good cornerback at yeah. the beginning of the season, and so it was good that they actually drafted him because he fit in perfectly. Mm-hmm. I mean, clearly he he hands down like the best rookie defensive player in the league right now. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you can go shot. You good, you know son? You know what's good for that for that yarn fool? Some warm uh warm tea. You can find it in uh in Walmart. The neighborhood Walmart though. You go in the neighborhood Walmart, it's on like aisle seven, son. It's the tea, but it, it got a, it's the tea. I don't know the name, I can't remember the name, but it got a carriage on it or like a a carriage wheel or something like that. It's like a yellow box. Yeah, yeah, son. Uh, who you got a defensive ball? It's like four ninety nine. Rookie of the year. Easy choice. I'm going with first team all pro linebacker Darius Leonard. Led the NFL in tackles by by I think twenty tackles. And missed the game this year. Had seven sacks, four force fumbles, two picks. It was really pretty easy to me. Literally transformed a terrible defense last year in Indianapolis and turned them into a top. 10, top 15 defense. And, you know, it was pretty easy. Pretty easy check. I'm going to go with Darius Leonard. South of South Carolina State. Okay. I don't know if he did it, but all right. All right, well, just so you can go ahead and give your team some more love, bro. Come back, play to you. Well, (laughs) this is pretty easy. I mean, I, I, you know, Solid people right there. I, I like that was all solid people right there. 
I can't think of doing a name, but. Okay. What? I can't think of doing a name. I ain't write mine down, but I'm not as professional yet. It's still the, it's still early in 2019 for me, man. <laughs> Okay, well, I put uh, I ain't gonna lie, I got it. I got Andrew Luck. Uh, Andrew Luck went from basically not talking like he couldn't even withstand the weight of a football, uh, to you know that's how that's how they you know they made it seem like the man arm just was about to fall off his body. And he just had no confidence in throwing a football, and you know it was this big ordeal. He set out basically the whole season after a surgery, after they thought he was recovered. It was kind of similar to the Kawhi Leonard situation in the sense of you didn't know how well he was due to the reports. Not saying it was similar in the, the dysfunction. I'm just saying as far as you don't know what's going on with him. You don't know if he's healthy, what he's going to do this season. Is he going to play well? You don't know because you hadn't seen him for a full season, even after a surgery. And then he come in, and he, he ball out. He go on this, what, seven, eight-game streak of three touchdowns. Um, you know, he, he balled out. Um, that, like I said, it's good good to say J.J. Watt. I had, it had slipped my mind. But, I mean, if you couldn't even throw a football and then you are one of the best passers in the league that following season, you you, you deserve comeback player. Yeah, especially at that position. It's, it's, the, it's the ideal position. It's the... It's the the position that gets all the glory anyway. So, um, I, I think I think he deserves it. Um, all we gonna do? Y'all wanna do GM of the year? Cause I really don't know too many names of G, uh, NFL GMs. Um, we can do coach though. Okay, coach. I'm cool with coach. Coach of the year. You got it. All right. Now I had I got two. I wrote one down, but I got two. Um, I gotta go. I want to give Anthony Lynn the nod, um, but I think the only reason I can't give Anthony Lynn the nod is because the expectation was already there. Um, they expected him to have a good team this year. Everybody talked about the Chargers having one of the most complete teams coming into this season. Be careful, watch out for the Chargers. It was like a, everybody was kind of putting it on notice about uh, the Chargers. So he met expectation to me up to this point. Nobody expected. The Chiefs to be as good, or Pat Mahomes to be as good as they as he was, uh, so it kind of threw off what people maybe predicted for the Chargers, and, and as far as their division goes, but they they played clearly a hell of a season. But that's not my pick. My coach of the year pick this for this season is Matt Nagy. Nobody thought the Bears. I said this earlier. Nobody thought the Bears were gonna even make the playoffs, let alone be talked about like they could win a Super Bowl. And it's the momentum that they have created. It's still question marks, but for him to completely change the perspective of this team, no other coach. I don't. I don't think any other coach had that much of a change throughout this season compared to when you thought about them initially to what they end up turning out to be. And uh, I got I got to say, Matt Nagy. I don't. I don't think they had a better coach personally. Y'all got this man gonna say the this man better not say the Colts coach. <laughs> this man better not say the Colts coach, dog. Who you got, Shy? Shy? I, I thought she was gonna go. Oh, no, no, you good? I don't know if she. I don't know if she wrote his down. <laughs> it ain't Dirk Cutter though. 
I didn't write mine down. I I didn't write mine down. No, I I don't know who. I, I'm, I'm 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 going through a few names in my head right now, man. Going through a few people in my head right now, man. I'm going with Andy thinking Jason Garrett. I, I think I see Jason Garrett developing on Sheed Farhead right now. Oh, I think I think that's <laughs> I I I, 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 I gonna go with the uh with the Chargers head coach though. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Chargers head coach. Huh? He's trying to make up for the black quarterback, white yeah. quarterback thing he did yeah, earlier. I'm gonna run, run with the, I'm gonna run with dude, man. I'm gonna run with Lynn. Uh for one, my mama named Lynn. Uh <laughs> so <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That that mislin to the rest of y'all out there though. You know what I'm saying? That mislin to to the rest of y'all and me. Uh but but no man, like even though they had all these expectations, uh he did meet them. He he met all he met the expectation. Uh to me personally, uh he, he can't really ex- exceed the expectation until because he has to make it at least to game right before the Super Bowl, right? To basically exceed the expectation because they already made the playoffs. And they they had to they had to battle through a lot of games, man. A lot of those games were tough. Uh fewer comebacks. Uh Chiefs game was a good one. You know, uh Both Melvin Melvin Gordon, he had a running back that was that's probably been overlooked most of the season on the cool. Uh, man, Keenan Allen was able to stay healthy. Mike they, Williams had a uh, yeah, he, you know, outbreak this year. He, he so he, he 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 made do with what he had, man, and and was able to get the most out of all his out of all his players. You know what I'm saying? And although he do he does have talent on both sides of the team, it took for him to 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 make it a complete team. To be honest with you, personally. He he made that a complete team and made and helped put those guys in position to win those games. Whether they were behind in the first half and had to come back and, and play better in that second half, which they did a lot this season. Mm-hmm. So I I'm, I'm gonna run with the Chargers because of that because he had he had to t- tell them something in that in that in that locker room right. at halftime. Uh, basically every almost every game, you know they they 
didn't have too many games where they were just just blowing people out or just had the win locked in. You know what I'm saying? They had to grind it out every second of every minute. And he kept their heads in the game and kept them pushing. They didn't win the division, but... But it, 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 50 touchdowns, 5,000 yards. Yeah, you, you can't beat that. You <laughs> it's, know? Hard, it's hard it, to it's hard know? to and they beat they actually beat them the second time around. Right. Um, which I think is a testament to the to the, his coaching. Um because they could have easily got dominated again. Uh they could have they didn't get dominated the first game. They they could have got dominated yeah. by Andy Reid and got overwhelmed by Patrick Mahomes and who he had became. Yeah, and they and, didn't. And what wasn't he missing like a key defensive lineman uh, early in the season? Yeah, Bo- and, Bosa. Yeah, and, and and he lost his best cornerback. Yeah. Uh, for the season, so I think what he, what he was able to do with the talent he had, man, I, I think he deserved. Yeah, I, I, think, I totally agree. I think, I think you could take my charges inside of all that, man. He was the one getting <laughs> speaking. I'm lying. I'm hey, but he play a, he plays an integral role, and we wish him the best of success in whatever his uh, future ventures are. Uh, so we we know he gonna be a great coach. He clearly a great defensive line coach because they got one of the best defensive lines in the league. So shout out to the oh I won't even wasn't supposed to say all that, but yeah. either way <laughs> I could delete yeah, that. Yeah, Ellen just gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, all bad. That's okay. That's okay. It's no secret. Okay, I mean, I'm gonna try to get a response from that. I mean, it was nothing but good things. It was nothing but good things. Um, hey, Errol, who it is? I don't know who it is. <laughs> I don't really know who it is. I ain't gonna say he wear a red jacket. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I I did want to say something. I, I I spoke on this earlier. Um, in the episode. I do want to speak on. I, I want to speak on this whole coaches firing thing, and black coaches thing, and uh, people been saying. I, I, I saw something on ESPN. I'm paraphrasing, but it was something to the effect of, uh, "Is this like the end of black coaching in the NFL?" And it almost makes you think like that should be something that it seems like it could be. But I think I find it funny that when you do have a successful coach, a successful black coach in the NFL. His uh, counterparts are the reason why he wins, not necessarily him. So I think it is proper to um, say good things about uh, Lynn. And because he coached his team to be Super Bowl contenders, and the only people that's getting credit for that is Phillip Rivers and the defense. You never hear them credit this man on how good of a coach he is. You know, the black coaches are dying, but this man... Is probably got one of the best teams, probably has the best team in the league up and down on the roster and has won enough games to be in contention. So I think he deserves more credit. I think black coaches deserve more credit. Even like a Mike Tomlin who went through everything he went through. Granted, they didn't make the playoffs this year. Uh, it was going to be hard for him anyway because they didn't have Le'Veon, and that had nothing to do with Tomlin. And people are criticizing him a lot, but behind Bill Belichick, he is the most winningest coach behind Bill Belichick in the last, what, 10, 11 years, something like that. So black coaches aren't dying. They still here. They actually pretty damn good. Um, and they need to, They deserve the same amount of respect if it's two of them or if it's 20 of them. They deserve the same amount of respect as the, as the other coaches, whatever uh, ethnicity, ethnicity they are or whatever. So um, 
I, I just had to make sure I said something about that because that, that bothered me when I seen that. What you laughing at, she? <laughs> what you laughing at? Man, I, I just thought about about to say, man, why I don't have no Mexican <laughs> But I didn't want shot to start talking Mexican again. <laughs> they do. Actually, they got a Hispanic coach, dog. I didn't want shot to start talking. <laughs> I didn't want to do it again. No, they got a Hispanic coach, I though, I feel you, bro, but I don't want to say nothing about... about, about so shot to so make that shot. noise again, huh? Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. All right, bro. We gonna we gonna be a little brief. We gonna be a little brief with this, huh? I want you to entitle this episode "Moving On." All right. Okay. Okay. Every time we go here, bro, we gotta move. We gotta move on. Don't okay. Let stay on the topic too long, bro. Okay. All right. All right. Now I'm moving forward. I'm moving forward. Uh, we gonna briefly go through this one. Hall of Famer finalist finalists just got put out there. Just some of the. Sp- to spotlight some of the names, Ed Reed, Champ Bailey, Tony Gonzalez, uh, just to name a few. Um, what, it's only five selections a year? Um, it's going. It's actually a pretty good class. Uh, y'all got any words or anything y'all want to speak on about the class? Congratulations, man. I don't even being selected, you know what I'm saying, and getting that far, to be honest with you. Right. Shot? Yeah, that's the accolade. That's the accolade within itself whenever you're, you know, you're even a candidate. To wear that gold jacket, but um, what I do want to say is shout out to every Bethlehem High School, you know, hometown kid. Definitely support him. You know, I hopefully he gets in on the first ballot. I mean, I just I can't see a reason why. I actually think every is the best safety I actually seen play. Like he's the guy I follow. That's um, a good debate. Champ Bailey, remarkable player. Uh. And Tony Gonzalez is probably the best tight end I ever seen because I've ever followed. So, shout out to those three guys, especially. I really think they should be first ballot Hall of Famers, but, you know, you never know. We'll see how it turns out. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it's congratulations, congratulations, congratulations to everybody who even was mentioned uh, on the list, you know. Uh, I think it's going to be, I think that's going to be an awesome thing. Uh, gonna be a pretty good class the last couple classes are becoming the they are the classes that were our generation of people that we watch because uh, you know yeah ray yep. lewis and randy moss and stuff like that last year so now we got every champ bailey tony Gunn. these are all people we we watch so it's it's all all those people all the greats that we watched are coming into into the hall of fame fruition so i think that's pretty cool um but you had anything else you wanted to add Shad? No, I think you summed it up pretty well, bro. Okay, cool. Uh, again, we're doing Pelicans tickets giveaway to the Pelicans versus the 76ers on February 25th. We will be creating a post. Make sure you share the post and add the screenshot of a subscription of our podcast. The winner will be randomly selected and will be announced on a future podcast. Which one? We don't know yet, so just make sure you listen to all of them. Now, we're going to move on to this basketball. LeBron James, the GOAT, actually came out and bad. You hear me? He came out and made sure he let everybody know that he's a real GOAT. You know what I'm saying? So he I said he felt, like, he felt like he was the GOAT. I never want to hear you bad on another podcast ever again. Okay? <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, LeBron came out. 
Okay, no. That's, that's what that was. It's all right. It's all right. The goat, the goat spoke, and uh, <laughs> he said he said he was the goat on uh, more than an athlete on ESPN Plus. Um, they asked him. He said when he made the uh, when he beat the Warriors and won that championship for Cleveland, he knew he was the greatest player of all time. I don't think this is a debatable thing, but what's y'all thoughts? <laughs> LeBron, shut up. Just shut up. Getting a nickname, like you can't give yourself a nickname. Like you can't just call yourself the goat and and that be what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought the people decide who the goat is because you calling yourself the goat is basically you just having confidence to me and you in yourself and your abilities. Uh, whereas if somebody else come out and say, "Hey, but that dude, he, you know, he the goat," then all right, you gonna be you. You probably never met this dude, never seen him play. But if you see five people tell you he the goat, you gonna you gonna think he the goat yeah. until you see him play. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It's it, it, that holds more weight than him. Yeah, saying that so. that holds way more weight than than him saying it. it. And we we don't need Kobe to say he the goat or MJ. To, no, I have never heard the people, the other people that people consider to be the goat say that they were the goat. I, I've never heard that come from Michael Jordan or, or Kobe. Yeah, kind of like when y'all when you started calling me King Shy, and I was like, "Damn, dog, you look at me as a king." <laughs> well, who like, called yeah, you that? And, and then Ellen started calling me King Shy. And I, was I like, ain't never called you that. Like, no, who called you that? You don't even call you that. No, who called you that? That's crazy, man. Like, What's look, crazy? I, I really, I really never thought of myself as that, but. When y'all started calling me that, all right. So look, I was like, you know what? So it might really be kind of Brian. Look, first off, son, I call you. I, I call you Rashad. Okay. You call me King Rashad. I call you Rashad. That's your name. King. That's the name your mama gave you. Yeah, just like mama, on, your dad stop, named stop, you Rashad. Stop, stop interrupting Errol, bro. Come on, Errol. Get on with your point. <laughs> okay. No, ain't no key has spoken. Man, chill out. Anyway, dog. What you were saying, sir? I'm saying. I was saying. I'm gonna tell his mama. That's what I'm saying. Moving on. I'm tripping. I'm gonna just tell your mama, fool. I'm tripping. Look. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. I'm gonna tell your mama, son. Don't worry about it. Clearly, I don't believe. LeBron is the great. I don't think he's the greatest player of all time. I I I think Michael Jordan is, but I I do think he's the second greatest player of all time. And I uh, somebody said this. Somebody said this. They said if he was to win a championship with the Lakers, no player has ever won a championship with three different franchises, and that that would be something to add to the conversation to 
I guess solidify more of what. Wait, 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 Three with the Lakers and two with Houston. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he did. That's true. He did. But that's what she said. I look. Oh, okay. Look, I, 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 you, okay, you, you heard me. You heard me. Look, put look, that credit stop, on somebody stop else. People. <laughs> stop calling people Errol. I'm not. I, 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 I said. I just said that that would help his argument. I didn't say if it was fact. That that's the fact. I said it would help the argument of LeBron. But either way, well, he's still not. He's still not better than than Jordan. But Michael Jordan. He had a response. Sheet, I know you know more what he said. What 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 was John Jordan's response to it? Oh, Jordan basically said, uh, when asked if uh he would even be want to be considered the GOAT or would he call himself the GOAT, he basically said no because that would be disrespectful to those who played before him, the Bill Russells and Jerry West. And he says that because he never had the opportunity to play against those people before him who were considered greats. And so he can't call his, himself greater than them if he never got to compete against them to show that he is better than them. That That's it in a nutshell, basically. Uh, I kind of agree with that. I I mean, he don't have to say nothing. When, like she said, she kind of summed uh, uh, this up earlier. You ain't got to say nothing. If you the goat, if you the goat, you don't have to say anything. Yeah. It's already proven. It's, it's you don't have to speak on. So I agree with that. Yeah. LeBron from the hood, man. He know what's understood. Ain't got to be explained. I think LeBron just, LeBron just keeping himself relevant. Uh, and even though he gonna be relevant, he just making sure that everything that's discussed is about him, and that's just creating more money for him. And so in a sense, in that sense, he probably is the greatest of all time. In that sense, where I don't think Michael Jordan was even worth this much at this time in his career compared to what LeBron worth. LeBron almost worth a billion right now, and he haven't even finished his career. I don't know if it's if it's comparable in that, in that sense. I know Michael Jordan had his shoes yeah. and stuff like that, but it's a little different. He didn't have as many benches. Different time, different. different yeah, and it's different. Yeah, different it's different. Yeah, it's different. Um, but. It's, if you had to say person, maybe, maybe, maybe LeBron a better person than Michael Jordan, but maybe not. I don't know. Who yeah, who knows? I, I, Nobody I, I knows that. Say, I don't know. Nobody really I can't knows say that. that, that but he is or he not? Exactly. So I, I, Michael Jordan said the right thing. Now this was something a little more controversial. Danny Ainge said um, that basically uh, LeBron is using a Trump tactic in this goat debate. Um, I don't know. What he meant by that, I think he didn't realize the wordage of what he was saying and how that could be could come off bad. Personally, I mean, he should have thought about that a little before he said it. Be per I don't, I don't, it's not a very offensive, but I think this is just two people you shouldn't compare to each other, um, knowing that the history of everything and that it's going to end up turning into a distraction. Person. That's my personal thing on it. Um, yeah, I don't really think he thought about the context he said it in. I think he was just trying to compare the the two as far as just saying the incident about the trolling yeah. comparison. But yeah, that's definitely 
not two people that's even within the same realm of thought processes and the way they need to be compared and the way they need to be looked at and the way they're viewed by their peers or anybody else in society for that matter. But I do understand what he was saying, but I do think the analogy was too bad. Yeah, I, I get it too, because it's basically like trying to control the narrative, hijacking the situation, you know, using some Stephen A. He hijacking the situation, but uh, I just think he should have used, I just think he's just something, that, just one of the things, just look back on in, in time, he's going to be like, I probably shouldn't have said that. Uh, like, I just shouldn't have said that. I, like I said, it could have been worse. LeBron clearly has had yeah. worse stuff said directed towards him. Um, and he's still out on injury, actually, right now. He's going to be out for another week. He's not even going on that road trip with our team, bro. I don't know if you uh, caught that. Uh, moving on. Yeah, so moving on. Because uh, clearly it's something <laughs> dysfunction between, you know, brothers of the same team. So we're going to talk about some more dysfunction with Jimmy Butler. Because Jimmy Butler clearly just don't like nobody and the way they do things. Like... Jimmy Butler said he could be like in film sessions calling out Brett Brown on his coaching and the scheme that they're using. What the hell is wrong with Jimmy Butler, bro? I, I, I don't know, man. I really don't know. Uh, I, I, I wish I knew his uh, history as far as with coaches. And stuff like that. Maybe he's always had a problem with uh, his coaches or authority throughout his career from high school on up. Maybe he has. Maybe he truly believes that these guys that are coaching don't know what they're doing. Um, it wouldn't be the first time that we have seen coaches that seem like they don't know what they're doing. But I think that... Maybe maybe he doesn't understand what discretion is or uh, keeping things in-house means. Um, I understand they have a lot of freedom in the NBA, but at the same time, when you, when you join a team, and I said this, I said this on multiple podcasts, man, you, you, you're joining a family because you, you're around those guys a whole lot. And so those guys not only become friends, but most of those guys become your, become like brothers to you. And so... When you start talking about coaches and stuff like that and causing a problem in the locker room, man, uh, publicly, to to the public and stuff, that's that's you're making things way bigger than what it what it really needs to be. If you have a problem with with Brett Brown, just as a man, you need to talk to Brown. You need to talk to him and, and his and about the scheme. Just like if you had a problem with Embiid, you don't go in the press conference and say I well, have a problem with Embiid. I, w- I want to say this. I want to say this just to just to because I when I read when I, when I read it didn't necessarily say he came out to a report and said it's it's a sources type thing. They they seen him doing this and the uh, they say he was being disrespectful in a film session and he nah. was calling him out. So I, I'm not I'm not saying that he came uh, out and spoke to a reporter and said oh, that. Oh, uh, that's um, the case then. But he he just he having a problem with Brett Brown. It's a it's an inside thing. It's just more yeah. so. So it's just leaking, and all right. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, a, it's more of a leak. That's well, from my understanding. But if so that's far. the case, then I mean, shit, <laughs> <laughs> shit. Him and Brown, well, you, he just got there, shit, bro. They just like, need to have a talk. I mean, Jimmy Butler. I guess he's he's still looking for his place, man. He's still looking for his place, man. That that's all I I can see, bro. He's still looking for his place. He he. 
as of now, he really don't have a team that, that he can really call home as of now. Even though he with the Sixers and what I think he there for a few years under mm. contract. Or oh, this is last year. Mm. I don't know what I don't know what his contract looked like. This is last year. This is last yeah. year. Yeah, he's a free agent. Yeah, year. but you know, I I think he uh banking on his, his talent and his talent alone, getting him that, that max contract or whatever he could get. But somebody probably will pay him, most likely will. And you're going to have some people who going to look at that, what's happening, and be like, ah, we see what's happening with the Steelers. We don't want that to carry over into the NBA. So, I, don't, I don't know, man. Like, I, I can't call it. What you got, Shad? I mean, I didn't really read the story on what's going on with the whole Brett Brown situation. My first time hearing about it was in the pre-meeting we have before every podcast. But um, if what you said is is correct, then I mean, Jimmy Butler has to he has to chill, he has to relax because he has a lot of history of being a headache in the locker room, causing disturbances. We've seen what he just did out there in Minnesota before they traded him. I heard he had issues with Tom Thibodeau down in Chicago when he was there. And you don't want to gain that reputation of just being uncoachable, uh, just having your teammates not like you. Like, that's two things you don't want going against you, especially when you're looking to get paid. Now, like she said, you're, you're talented enough to where you're probably going to get nice to anyway, just because that's just the way the NBA works. But you still don't want to go into a new situation with another team having that stigma already on you. At some point in time, you can't blame everybody else around you. You can't have a problem with everything. You got to take a long look in the mirror and realize, well, if I have a problem everywhere I go, maybe it's me. Right. And you got to take ownership at some point in your career, as a man, then as a player. Yeah. So that's how I feel about the situation. Yeah, um, I think he need a whole humble pie. I don't even think he need a piece of it. I think he need a whole one. I think he need just to, just to warm up a big humble pie and eat the whole thing because it's a thin line to me between I'm very competitive and I'm very disrespectful. And... He got to figure that out because the last when he was with Minnesota and when he did that interview with Rachel Nichols, he was like, "Man, I'm just I'm just extremely competitive and I just want to win and and it's that another." But you disrespecting people that's your uh, that's that's the authority to you. They they ahead of you as far as the rank goes, and you have to respect their position just generally. In any other job, we got to respect our position, and I understand that they NBA players, you millionaires, y'all get paid. All this money to do, and y'all got talents that clearly only certain people could do. That's why y'all in that position, and I totally get it. But that does not mean authority does not lie with you. So it has to have some type of thing where you he has to figure out that you can be as competitive as you want to be, and you can have disputes with your coaches. But like like you said, and you pointed this out, Shy. Um, you can't be that person every place you go where you have a problem with everything that goes on. Um, you know, you, you just got to, you know, you're still learning at this moment. You, you would think that you're still in a learning process. And for you to call this man out on coaching, um, 
You and then you, if especially if you might only not be there for a year, you only probably gonna be there for a year. Why is you? Why are you creating this problem? Put your head down, go to work, do what you gotta do, shine on the, on the basketball court, and get paid. Like that should be his focus. I, and it's almost upsetting because it's like, all right, bro. Like it's almost like you're tired of hearing about it. Like why you keep creating these problems for yourself? Because at the end of the day, it's gonna affect your pockets. You know, we talking about it, but it's going to affect your pockets. If it's a $1 million or if it's $20 million, it's going to affect your pockets in some form or fashion if you keep creating these, this drama with yeah. with other men. Like, you got to stop doing that. that. Men don't do that. Men not supposed to just create drama with other men everywhere they go. Like, yeah. that, it ain't supposed to work like that. And plus, uh, compared to the situation he started his career in, uh, as far as teams go, didn't he just go to two different playoff teams? Two teams who, who made the playoffs just this past year? Well, the Minnesota didn't make the playoffs before him, I don't think. I think when they added him, they made it. But definitely Philadelphia. I mean, he definitely is an integral part to the winning of of those teams when he did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I... My dude, just go ball, bro. We know you're talented, bro. You know, let let the man coach. Let him coach. And if 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 they if management feel like he's not doing a great job, then let let management handle that. You you know, if if you feel like you can't do that, go buy a team. <laughs> oh, he go play with uh, he go play in the league that old boy just uh, about to start up. Uh, David West. He got a lead. He about to start up uh, yeah, to kind of go, not to go against, not a three-on-three, three, it's five-on-five, five, but yeah, uh, he's starting to lead. Man. man, do not bring up Mellow, bro. I said Lil Mellow. Oh, okay. Lil Mellow. Okay. But I said do not bring up Mellow, dog. Um, but, yeah, hopefully Jimmy Butler figure this stuff out, bro. Um, we got one more thing we got to talk about, and it's what we thought was going to happen. Bama, Clemson, we can be very, very brief with this. The game Monday. Jesus. Bama. I got Bama all, all, all the way. Jesus Christ. I got Bama all the way. Bama. Oh, yeah. I want to say this. One of my partners. Shout out to my partner, Demond. Uh, he said exactly what I was thinking on I, on his IG story. Please stop putting Notre Dame in these playoff games and these championship games. Please. Please. What else do they have to prove that they're not deserving to compete with these top teams? Like. Please stop. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm going bam. I, I gotta go bam. I'm going bam. Well, I'm saying I'm not even enthused to talk about this topic because <laughs> we called this, this a long time ago and it unfolded the exact way we said. I do think this game, though, Clemson will feel the loss of Dexter Lawrence a little more. He, they ruled him out for the field mm. drive that he had. So he won't be playing mm-hmm. in the national championship game. So Ooh. Uh, it's even more of a reason for me to pick Bama. Bama, man, roll yeah. tide. <laughs> yeah, I, I I hope it's competitive. They they normally put up good games. Yeah, at least they, at least we can uh, we can hope that that game is entertaining. Uh, yeah, because they normally put up play good games. But uh, 
that's actually all we got for y'all today. Again, Pelican tickets giveaway. Pelicans versus 76ers. 76ers, February 25th. We're going to create a post. Y'all, all you have to do is share that post. Add a screenshot of you guys subscribing to our podcast. The winner will be randomly selected. And you will, and it will be announced on a future podcast. We don't know exactly which episode. That's why you need to listen to all of them. Anything else y'all want to end the oh, show man. off on? I, I, I do want to say, man, shout out to Derrick Rose, man. Shout out to Derrick Rose, bro. Keep pushing, man. Oh, I know that I wanted to add something too. Shout you want you want to say something? Uh, yeah, if y'all decide not to enter in this Pelicans contest and y'all don't want to share the post with the screenshot, um, we see the arrow just rock paper, rock paper, scissors, sheet over who win the ticket, and that's fine with me. So, you know. <laughs> Okay. What you guys choose to do, I'm good with it. Well, I do want to say this. Uh, it is a new year, like they spoke on earlier. Happy New Year to everybody. Uh, I know we ain't kind of prepared for this, but do y'all have any New Year's resolutions that y'all have for this year? Well, you should have told me this earlier, but I could have wrote something down that I could have that I could have lied about. Yeah, I could have. <laughs> I could have wrote down all my defensive and MVPs and. All that stuff too. <laughs> Early in the week. Nah, man. Just, just look for uh, look for unqualified sports, man. Uh, to to step this game up a little bit more, do a little bit more things with that. And uh, me, Aaron, and Shad, we we get, we working on some things, man. Bigger, better things. Yeah, for 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 the world, man. For the world. Yeah. Totally. Um, just on on a on a personal thing, uh, well, on a broad thing, business thing. Definitely, we're gonna do good things this year. We uh, we're gonna be a lot more consistent this year. I'm gonna speak all this into existence. We gonna we gonna uh, prepare better. So I'm gonna tell them that they gotta do a New Year's resolution uh, before the uh, episode next year. Uh, all that good stuff. So. We gonna be good, man. And just on some personal stuff, I definitely just wanna be a better person. So uh, I think we gonna all do do you know have a good a good year. I think this is gonna be a good year. And I think this might be the year Shy get married or at least be engaged. So he's secretary gonna get a uh, <laughs> secretary gonna get a, a upgrade and everything. I mean we go we might have a good year this. Year. I got married last year. Shy might go ahead and do his thing. You know what I'm saying? He was dying. She, 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 he got married two years ago, right? Yeah. She, last year? No, yeah, she, she got married what? Yeah, two, I got married two years. He got married two years ago. I got married this last year. Shy, better up. That's on me, yeah. It's all on you. All on you, baby. You hear me? It's on you. So go ahead and let the secretary singing. know. It's time. Stop singing. <laughs> what? Stop singing, or why are you singing? That's how I know we stay too long on this episode. All right. Y'all be blessed, man. Y'all have tell a good Tell your people about the, about the podcast, man. Tell y'all people to subscribe, bro. All day. Yeah. Each one, teach one. So... All I'm saying, saying is I feel like KD the better score and based on Harden's circumstances 
based on James Harden's circumstances, that's what makes him so he already a good player. He already a great player. So his circumstances without him being able to pass the ball to somebody else that's gonna get him twenty plus points a game, such as Westbrook or Steph Curry or Clay Thompson, has always done for K D, which he's basically always had somebody else to get him twenty plus points a game. Like James Harden don't have that, so he gotta take on he gotta do that, he gotta do double that. He gotta do double the work, basically. But my only my only argument to that would be KD do a lot more isolation uh, scoring than 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 a lot of people. Like he up there in the league as far as isolation scoring. No, I agree. No, I'm I'm not. But what I'm not I'm not saying that James Harden don't. What I'm saying is KD up there too. If you think about in the playoffs when we did see him going back, you know you were saying a few minutes ago we seen KD going back and KD is an awesome scorer. He is. All I'm saying is James Harden. And I ain't no James Harden fan, so it's really hard for me to really make this point for him. But if you think about what he's doing right now, he done had two 40-point triple-doubles in the last five games. He didn't average uh, 40 points at least in the last five games. Only two other players ever did that, Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan. And these are two of the best scores we probably ever seen. It's really hard to put KD up there with them two. So if you're saying he, put, he putting up numbers right now like uh, like with the likes of Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan, he have to, you have to elevate his respect level because it ain't like this something that he just started doing in a sense of him playing consistently like this. Maybe with the last four or five years, James Harden been one of the best scorers in the league. Period. <clears throat> one of the best offensive players in the league. I'm not, I'm not saying he's better than KD because I think KD a better player overall. I think on the offensive side of the ball, though, I think it is something that's way closer than what we probably realize. Just because KD so great. Don't mean he's just that much better offensively than James Harden to me. I think James Harden is proving that, especially when he got to carry the load. He, <laughs> he clearly he carried it well. I mean, he just beat the Warriors, putting up forty points. You know what I'm saying? Like he balling. I mean, but you you got to shot. What, what you what you what's your speak on? As far as who I think is a better player, who's the, well? Who's the better player? I think it's clear. Who's the who the who's the better offensive player? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going KD. I mean, to me, KD is probably the second best score, second best offensive player of my generation. Um, I think if we add everything on offense, then LeBron got to be added to. If we talk about assists and other things that they do. On the uh, court, the tackle for the basketball. As far as like the scoring, though, it's definitely KD. But like you said, you got a good point with Harden because he's not only just scoring, you know, he's facilitating as well. And so I do think in the facilitation department, he's better than Kevin. But Kevin is just so dynamic, dog. Like, as far as what he can do, he can score the ball at all three levels at a high efficiency level. And he can get his teammates involved. Once he draws defenders certain he's unselfish. He's not one of those guys that, that take bad shots. He rarely does that unless it's, you know, end of the shot clock type of thing. But or, really, I don't mean to cut you off. Well two things I two things I have to cut you off for one of them. Uh how long you been knowing uh K D son? You the the only person I know calling by Kevin, other than probably his mama. Uh <laughs> 
He was like, yeah, cause Kevin, cause Kevin. I'm like, oh man, no KD. Uh, but no. Uh, <laughs> no I forgot my other train of thought. Now go ahead, dog. <laughs> I was thinking about that, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Now you're going to disrupt my train of thought and you lose your train of thought in, in the process. So I just thought that was funny, dog. But I, I, this dude here, bro. Look, I, like I said, <clears throat> it is, I think I think one knock you could probably hold against James Harden is, oh, well, he in the Dan Tony system. Steve Nash had inflated numbers in Dan Tony system, blah, blah, blah. But when you're seeing what he's doing, I mean, I guess – it's just different. It's just kind of different in a sense to me. I don't know. It's just something a little different about it. I don't think it's just just inflated numbers, but I think it does play a part. I just don't think it's all inflated numbers. He's clearly talented. He's he's not just uh just getting numbers just because. He's clearly talented. He can go anywhere and he'll be the same player. Seem like you know what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, but it, and and the, the company in like you said, Mike, MJ, and and and, and Kobe, they uh. All three of them had that one thing in common, which is not not only the way they score and how how great they are offensively. They all were ball dominant players. You know what I'm saying? True, but all like, all most greats are. You know, yeah, like most, most great most, offensive players are ball dominant. You know most, what I'm saying? Most, mostly, but I'm, I'm just like like Shai said earlier. James Harden probably had a ball in his hand thirty percent more than KD have had a ball in his hand. You know what I'm saying? So I mean that that plays a, a big part in in him doing what he what he's doing, and also him not being able to pass. Ask Gerald Green to go out here and get me 25 points. Yeah, or, but or you ask know, anybody else to go out there on that team to get him 25 points a night. Your boy be your boy. I don't know how much he averaged this year, but last year he was down there averaging 20 off the bench, and that's Eric Gordon. He was balling last year. I don't, I don't know why he wasn't doing that in New Orleans, but I think we talked about that last year on the podcast. Like he really wasn't doing this in New Orleans, and he went over there, and he kill he he kills off the bench, bro. Like yeah. that dude balls out. At your atmosphere have a lot to do with that, man. I agree. You know, you know he felt like he wasn't wanted there, so he that that's that's how he played. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. I mean, but like I said, I I think because and the, and the, mainly the only reason you know we clearly discussing this is because you got. Uh, Stephen A. say he the best offensive player in the league. Uh, uh, his uh, GM said he the best offensive player of all time. And he's saying I'm not just talking on no GM speak. I'm saying this, like look at look at look at his resume. He's he's clearly up with the greats, so he should be considered one of the best offensive players of all time. He probably outside of KD, if you just go off like average NBA type thing. You know, size and all that type of stuff. He probably pound for pound one of the, like the best offensive player outside of KD. Pound for pound, he, I like clearly like just because of you. He keep unguardable. Like they both unguard. That's what I meant to say. Unguardable player. KD unguardable because he's seven foot one, and he could do everything that a six foot three person could do. Uh, but James Harden, he's six foot six, six foot seven, and he just kill. He just kill. Uh, no matter who guarding him. So, I think it's interesting. Get to, get to the foul line like somebody like Shaq in his prime did. You say what? I said get to the foul line about as much as Shaq did in his prime. Bro, <laughs> it's it's ridiculous, dog. Sometimes it's just really ridiculous. But yeah, yeah. It, it's a crap. To, to give you an idea of how much James Harden had the ball, you need to get my, my, my nerve bag right quick. 
his usage rate is 38.3. Like, that's how often he has the ball in his hands. The next highest person is in B at like 32. Wow. That's what I'm saying. He has the ball way more than anybody else. Right, and then CP3 out too. So, he even having to do that more. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Okay. Well, I, I thought that was him, especially when she said that the man clearly better than I mean like K D just just hands I down mean, better when you but you gotta when you look at it you like damn. I mean the the man got four scoring titles. And I mean I, I understand offense come with more than just scoring. And you know it's yeah. a what have you done for me lately type thing too. Yeah, that that's all the league is, you know what I'm saying? It's a what what's doing what's yeah. happening right what's now. What's current, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I did I just watched the interview with, with Harden where he said, Man, Basically, they asked him about him going to the foul line so much, and he was like, he was like, basically, everybody always want to talk about me going to the foul line. Don't foul me. We ain't got to talk about it. I mean, that's that's what it is. Yeah, you know, basically, <laughs> don't don't foul me. We ain't got to talk about it. He said they, they just choose to ignore all the other great things I'm doing on the court and want to talk about me going to the foul line so much. Well, I mean, he that he got that that style of play. He aggravating to. He a pesky offender. Like, you know, everybody else be pesky defenders. He a pesky offender because he, he will get, make you mad at him for the way he getting foul calls. Like, it's the way he doing it. It's aggravating. It's aggravating to watch at times because you're looking at it like, how is that a foul? Like, he clearly is creating this contact, but he, he still get the foul call. And, and, and he bending the rules in his favor. Yeah. You know? That's why Michael Jordan said, you know, how much. Dominant, they would be if they played in this era. Whether he was getting those calls, but no, that's a skill, dog. Like as much as we, as much as the, the you know, the, the players don't want to say it, or the players that don't like it don't want to say it. That's a skill. Like you have to be skilled to do that. You can't just, you're not gonna be that, go to the foul line that often, and you ain't skilled at that. That ain't just by happen or by chance or luck. He doing it. He doing it because he know what it is. Um, so. That's- 